0: intro too long I love coffee in the morning it's actually fucking afternoon I love coffee in the afternoon just texting a friend who was like oh how come you don't sleep that's why coffee in the afternoon the fuck is good it's episode 24, it's episode 24, it's episode 24 of the Better Verguenza podcast. Hit me with a New York drop. You see me with the New York cap. No fitteds because I'm a dad and I'm wearing a cap. You see me with the, with the polo with the polo bear vintage shout out to cured collection
1: <laughs>
0: not an ad just a plug a genuine plug to Cured co- co- connection 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 we gonna fix that right now we're not gonna be doing this on this podcast today let's fucking get it all right yeah i'm gonna be fucking up Let the caffeine touch your soul, your heart. Let's fucking go. Come on. We're not gonna be fucking up today. If you're watching the video, I just smacked myself twice, and that last smack actually felt like I duffed my own shit. But get the fuck out of here. What's wrong with you, man? What's wrong with you? Guys, welcome to episode 24. Um, Christmas just passed. It's about to be. New Year's Eve and then it's going to be 2020 and it's the end of a decade and everybody's posting their fucking pictures, you know, their what they look like 10 years ago and all that shit. I feel like we did that last year and now we're doing it this year and it's like, oh, what the whole decade doing it's like we already did that last year and whatever. I hate on a lot of shit. I know I try not to for some I, I, it's not a hatred. It's just it's literally just roasting like I'm roasting us since you're not going to do it. We need self-correction. The universe needs to be corrected. I'm Thanos now. Without correction, life ceases to exist. All right. So, I'm going to get to the nitty-gritty. All right? Cool. Good. Here we go. There is something that we need to not do during the holiday season. The holiday season. We need to not miss our exes during the holidays. Why did I do the New York drop? Because this is championship advice. If you're think about this for a minute, think about this for a minute, let it, let it digest, let it marinate and, and, and fucking let it just take the constructive criticism, shut the fuck up and let it sit and correct yourself and move forward. If you're somebody's ex and you're bored or you see them with someone and you're feeling a little possessive, leave them alone. That's it. Leave them alone. Don't fucking hit them up. Don't bother them. And especially, don't do it. Anchor paid me for, uh, Anchor was trying to give me a, a an ad, right? For like the holidays, it was like, a, which is, is cool it was cool it was like anchor is is the the company that distributes my podcast and they were trying to give me a hot, nice holiday ad that was like you know make sure you tell people to make sure that they don't drink and drive on the holidays clearly guys don't do that be safe here's my holiday advice that thing that i just said that shit literally gets the worst during the holidays it's christmas it's New Year's Eve, it's Thanksgiving, whatever the fuck it is, you see your ex, you miss them, don't. Don't hit them up. You're fucking bored. You're seeing everybody cuffed up on Christmas. That's not you, bro. That's not you. Don't hit up your ex. Don't be all, oh my God, I miss you. You know, I'm I'm going Christmas shopping for you and I'm going to I want to bring you over to the family, and then when it's, like, the end of January, February, I'm going to get tired and want to be single again. Don't do that. Don't do all that. I saw those future memes. Yeah, they were funny, but that's, like, a serious thing. Don't do that. That's the most annoying thing you can do. I can't think of anything more annoying and ungenuine. Let's not straight up. Let's not you're and clear. Like people, we can definitely ignore on the other end. We can definitely ignore our exes for sure. We can definitely ignore our exes. We can definitely just sit, take a step back when you see that message or you see that call or you see them or whatever, take a step back and, 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 just like I give you the advice for every single other thing. Masturbate.
1: <laughs>
0: masturbation solves so many things. Yes, this is I say this so much, I have a stand-up bit on it. Okay? I have a bit in my stand-up. It's it revolves around how masturbation solves most things, and that's one of them. If your ex hits you up on the during the holidays. If your ex hits you up during Christmas, New Year's Eve, whatever the case may be, jerk off. Straight up, jerk off. If you're a girl, masturbate. Dude, ain't no shame in fucking. I, we spoke on the podcast how me personally, I don't want to just fuck. I want a connection with somebody. I'm not out here trying to just have sex and not know You're not just last name, but middle name and know what movies you like and and know, you know, everything, almost everything about you. But ain't no shame in just fucking if that's going to keep you away from from fucking getting into the sunken place of your ex hitting you up like, oh, hey, I miss you right before the holidays. Do what you got to do. Jerk off. Go on Tinder. Go on Bumble. Go on fucking the other app that says it's not just oh we're we're actually dating, but this we're actually a dating app. Love that shit. The 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 um oh the Hinge app. Ding. That I love dating apps that do that. Oh we're we're not we're not. We're, what separates us from Tinder and Bumble is that we actually this is actually for dating. Yeah, control the people on your app and make them actually just date and not have one-night stands. Fucking cocksuckers. Get the fuck out of here! Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be the future, Mimo. Let's not fucking let's let's not because you you want to do a fucking secret Santa with somebody, dude, do it with somebody at work or or do it with anyone else but your ex. Hey, I bought you I I got you a Christmas gift, but you don't got to get me anything. And it's like, oh, well, now I have to and now I have to fucking now I have to fucking talk to you. And no. Nope. Not on this side. Not today, Satan. It's actually Jesus's birthday. (laughs) Let's get it. Take that advice. Hold it in. You don't fucking need a New Year's Eve kiss, bro. Going into 2020, you know what you can do? Get in your, go in your bathroom, go in your bed. Turn the t- turn your, get away from the family, get away from the 65 inch TV. And, and if you're at a family party, get away from the 65 inch TV and go to the room that has the 32 inch. It's just as good. Pick up your phone. Everybody has a smart TV now cast on, on the TV, cast a, your favorite porn star onto the TV, grab a fucking dick towel, grab somebody's sock cast your favorite porn star onto the TV and then on your phone do a live stream of the ball drop or just listen to your family members count in the other room it's a little weird yeah listen to them count in the other room to down to happy new year and you don't fucking need a new year's eve kiss bro jerk off and do it so that you're doing it to the the, the best of your ability so that your nut matches up to three two one oh uh-uh. Ah, happy
1: new year.
0: Championship advice on this podcast only. If you're a woman, same thing goes for you, sister, you don't need a New Year's Eve kiss. Go fucking look up. Any of those tool bag porn that I feel like all the maybe because I don't pay attention, but all the guy porn stars look the same. It's like. That fucking dude at L.A. Fitness, who's just like. <laughs> you just fucking tilt his head. He's like, what up? They all look the same. Look up your favorite. Look, just look up porn and, and do your thing or whatever. Whatever women, you know, rub themselves to. It's fine. Just fucking. You don't need a New Year's. You don't need it that's that's what makes us fall into it. The ex'es hit you up, and then you're like, "Oh damn, yeah, it would be nice to be cuffed up on the holidays. No, it's just temporary. I promise you, I promise you all right, moving forward every single time that I go on Twitter, amazingly, I feel like I'm losing brain cells every time, every single time I manage to go on t- Twitter. I also managed to feel like I'm losing brain cells with something I see. And it's the worst. This girl fucking that we all follow out here is going viral because she was at some lounge shaking her little ass. And she was doing it like the meme of the girl that's gone like this. And that's why she's going viral because she's fucking twerking like this. And that's all. That's not the only thing you see. It's just crazy what I see on Twitter every time and it always ends up being at like a local like lounge or club or like hookah spot or some ratchet place. And no, bro, no, I, I I don't know. It's like the war of when I go on Twitter, it's like the war of like, what's the worst thing can happen that can happen at these, uh, at these like hookah lounges or clubs. Keep them. Keep you guys talk shit about how my Dominican ass be at like these hipster bars or the or even like pubs and shit and it's like bro I'd 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 rather be there all fucking day right This is the thing with me right when you go to those lounges and shit like don't get me wrong every now and then I'll pop out to you know like the stay silent events. I'll pop out maybe I I can't even say maybe. I haven't I haven't stepped foot into a hookah lounge in Mad Long. It's just too much ratchetness for me, yo. Honestly. And the funny thing about me is I love I live for people watching and ro and like literally people roasting. Like the bar that I go to every week, I'm always sitting down with my boys and we're always roasting, like we're always people watching and and, and roasting and but the lounge is shit. It's like it's I can't even roast it. It's just like stupidity and and an overload of ratchetness. And I'm just like, bro. Wow, are human beings retarded like I just can't. And oh, wow. I can't. That's where people find love, too. It's the crazy part that's that's like people people go out and they go they go to these places and they they shout out to you for trying to meet people but like i no keep the uh keep the hookah lounge girl keep the uh keep the club girl keep keep anyone who steps foot in anywhere and not, and not even girl like just a, like friends who you know what i mean i i just can't relate like like Phil used to be on this podcast and sometimes he goes to places like that and I'm like bro you're the fakest Dominican ever and it's like that's fine bro like I I'm all set (laughs) I'm all the way set like I you know what I'll fucking smoke hookah here at my crib before I go to a fucking hookah lounge and I had a hookah I had a hookah I'm looking on top of my fridge because that's where I had a very Dominican place to have your hookah on top of the fridge I had a hookah Um, I don't know what I did with it. I think like I moved and it's one of, when you move and you're packing shit, like it gets to the point where you're at the end of your packing and you get so lazy that you just start throwing shit out. And the hookah, the hookah was one of them. Keep the people who are all up in there though. Honestly, like I, you know, I've been single this whole time and shit, bro. Like fucking the, 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 the ones in the hookah lounges and the ones in the clubs and shit, keep them, keep them. I just feel like people like that are like living for people who like pop out like every weekend and they're posting it every weekend and then they popped out at hookah lounge or a fucking club and they're they're posting whatever fucking fit they have on. And it's whatever fucking Jordans that came out that week and fucking some shit from fucking Zara or H&M and some fucking uh, the the Fashion Nova fit, bro. Like, just keep it. Keep it. Honestly, I, I just feel like you guys are like fucking living for the people like that are like living for like the, the, the temporary high and the, um, and the gram first and foremost and Twitter. That's the worst part. When you, when you posting your shit onto Instagram and, and Twitter, I'm just like, okay, I get it. Y'all are living for the gram, the, the temporary high and the gram and that's the worst. I, I I want, not need, I want someone, if I ever fucking settle down again, that I, that, that, that it's real. It's a fucking connection. We can go to whatever, wherever fucking place we want to go to and make it real because it's us. You know what I'm saying, bro? Come with me to a, let's see the, let's see how the fuck we do at a fucking, at a fucking Barnes and Noble, dude. <laughs> and that ain't even me either. Honestly, I don't read. I fucking listen to audiobooks. You know what I'm saying? But I, let's let's fucking go on an adventure. Let's go somewhere. Let's go somewhere that's not like overpowering music and ratchetness. And I will say though I'm going to get I'm going to get to uh that that part of the podcast but I will say I have a guilty pleasure with music on some part of the, at some point in this podcast that that um came out this weekend. Guys, still watching you. Just giving you an update. Still watching you. I I fin I have finished with season 1 and let me tell you something. <laughs> I need to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to come forward the way I, the way I say this right now. All right. I finished season one and I've been updating friends about it. I'm updating you about it. I texted my friend last night and I was pretty much like, yo, I think that I'm gay sometimes. And I'm sure she read the text and was like, what the fuck does he mean? I think that sometimes I'm gay. And when I say that, I don't mean like, like the insult, like, oh, I'm stupid or I'm whack or whatever. No, that's when I say gay, like, I mean, gay, I think that sometimes I'm actually gay. And I don't mean that. I love pussy. I love women. I'm being funny about it. I have, there's, there's a list of um male celebrities that I'm like, that's a handsome motherfucker. That's it. That's it. It's a fucking compliment. If he was, if he was, and I do that for my boys, bro, my boy, uh, my boy Kyle, I, he walked into the barbershop the other day. I'm like, nigga, you, wow. You know what I'm saying? That's it. And that was before I gave him a haircut. I'm not fake. Anyway, bro. Look, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm that nigga. I'll compliment a dude. I'll fucking tell a dude, you know, yo, you got a nice fucking, you got a nice fucking bone structure and shit, you know, whatever. So celebrities, I have, you know, there's like some male celebrity, uh, uh, like man man crushes or whatever. I just feel like growing up, you watch some full house and like uncle Jesse was that nigga. Right. And I'm watching you and, and this nigga, uh, is, is seeing a therapist and it's fucking John Stamos. (laughs) And it's, I feel like if, if any part of you had the effect where. Wh- wh- let me look it up, actually. Hold on. Because I just thought of it, so I'm sorry for the delay. Um, pause. I think this is it. Is this it? Oh, yeah. If there was a fucking part of you that had that, like, funny sitcom effect where everybody's, like, fucking, like, cheering, like, like, if there's, like, a fucking celebrity on there, like, a, yeah, like that, (laughs) (laughs) that would be the part, bro, that would, it would be the part with John Stamos, like, I was literally like, oh, shit, this nigga Uncle Jesse's in you, let's go. Then. Then I'm like, wh- like I, 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 when I text my friend, I'm like, I think I'm gay sometimes like John Stamos pops up and then he ends up being the fucking if you don't watch you, the main character, he's a psychopath. He fucking loves this girl. He does anything for this girl. He does anything that he feels like he needs to do for this girl, including killing off any threats ever. So John Stamos is the girl's therapist and this dude goes to see the girl's therapist who ends up being John Stamos and he's going to see her because he feels threatened by him and I'm like watching the show and I'm like the show's fire and then John Stamos pops up and he's in danger and I'm like you fucking cannot kill John Stamos and I'm that worried about him. I'm like yo Uncle Jesse bro you fucking can't do it. If you kill Uncle Jesse, Jesse, I'm literally turning this shit the fuck off. That's it. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to watch Uncle Jesse die. I didn't have to watch him die in Full House. There was fucking a buttload of seasons of that show. When you watch shows nowadays, Game of Thrones and shit, somebody always ends up dying. I watched him last throughout the whole Full House. He didn't have no fucking heart attacks, nothing. I'm not about to watch him die in the show because of this fucking bitch. All right? because this nigga can't get his shit together and just fucking not kill somebody every other episode. All right? Fucking Dexter meets Edward Cullen, fuck you. And then that episode, he ended up being fine, right? And then when when you got towards, I was just worried about him the whole time. Like, you, it went from, like, being, it, it was a fire show throughout. I finished season one, like I said. It You ended up being me watching it And being like, yo, this is a fire show. And then it turned into, I'm worried about Uncle Jesse. And that was it. So then he's thinking thinking she's cheating on him with a therapist. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then he ends up finding out or thinks he finds out that he's not cheating with a therapist. And I'm like, all right, cool, cool. You know what? I knew Uncle Jesse was a good dude. Like, let him not be a scumbag or whatever. And then my heart is sinking just thinking about this. Uncle Jesse, John Stamos ends up in actuality. She is cheating on this dude, Joe, with with John Stamos's character, the therapist. And I'm just like, man, John Stamos. What the fuck? How could you? The homewrecker. That fucking sucks. That shit hit me so hard. I'm like, damn, man, I hate it had to be you, bro. Fuck. Why'd you have to go and do it? Uncle Jesse. Like, this is what I think of when I listen, when when I, when, hold on. Oh my God, this song fucking slaps so hard, bro. This song slaps so much harder than any ass I've slapped in my life. Ready? Oh, God damn it. Every time I, every, every, oh, this video f- is the shit too. If you like when I'm going to tell you guys the song after I play it and then you just have to look up the video and just want to cry. When I saw John Stamos in you, this is the, sh- this is the reason why I was so like protective over him when I was watching. I was just like, no, nothing can happen. Please don't be a bad guy. Please don't die. Please don't be a homewrecker. Please don't let Joe stab this nigga to death. Please. I don't want to see uncle Jesse die. Because when you grow up, you listen to this shit. Oh my God, look at this shit. Look at this nigga waking up in bed. Hmm. Hmm. Wait a minute. I fucking hate YouTube, so I can't fucking. Hold
1: up. talk mm. mm.
0: Forever. That's foreshadowing to you, by the way.
1: If every word I said could make you laugh and talk forever.
0: If every word I said made your panties nice and wet, I'd be your therapist forever.
1: Mmm.
0: Why did John, they, John, why did John Stamos have to be a homewrecker in you? God damn it. God damn it. You know what pissed me off even more? <laughs> that after he, after I realized he was a homewrecker, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's John Stamos. I'm rooting for this guy now because this nigga's crazy. You can't root for him. You have to root for the woman in the show. And, but now, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm shipping John Stamos and, and this girl cheating because it's John Stamos. And then Joe basically at the end of season one kills the bitch and then gets away with it. And you know how he gets away with it? This is the shit that got me so fucking tight. Oh. This is how much I love John Stamos. John Stamos, if you're watching this shit, man, they did you fucking dirty. And they're be- I'm, I'm watching season two. I just saw the first episode today. But you know what? If they don't fucking bring him back, there better be a fucking spinoff about how, how John Stamos' character gets out of fucking jail and he gets revenge on Joe. And that's how I want Joe to die.
1: That's
0: it. I'm in the fucking John Stamos crew. Whatever the fuck his name is in you, I'll look it up. You know what? Just to make it real. But you know what? That's fucking John Stamos, that's Uncle Jesse, that's fucked up, and that's it, that's it, that's all I have to say about it, bro, this nigga made it look like the therapist that John Stamos played was the one that fucking killed homegirl, and then at the end of You Season 1, you see fucking John Stamos getting shoved in a cop car,
1: Get the fuck out of I here. I got
0: so mad, bro. I got so fucking mad because this is all I hear. This is all I hear. I
1: have a...
0: Oh, my God. Look at John Stamos. Who wouldn't fall in love with John Stamos fucking holding these kids like this in this video with the fucking Aladdin looking outfit? <sighs>
1: Forever
0: Oh I've been so
1: happy
0: loving you I've been so happy loving you I just get sappy over this shit man. Bring John Stamos' character back in you Or I'm gonna fucking stop watching it Period That's it This nigga's a fucking sweetheart I knew I fell in love with a man when I was young, when I was younger, when I watched full house and I saw this.
1: Mm. I've been so happy loving you.
0: Dear woman. I marry. This is the (laughs) fuck. I'm not fucking around. I'm going to announce it right here on. I'm not going to say the date because the podcast comes out a little later. Dear Woman I Marry, this is the song that I want to marry you to, like when we come out or whatever. The I don't know how how weddings work. I haven't been to one in so long. But there's there's a song that's played at some point in the wedding. This is the song that I want played, bro. And I want the fucking music video in the background with Uncle Jesse hiding behind a plant, and he's just looking all fucking with his guitar. You know what I'm saying? Just fucking We're walking towards each other On the dance floor And I'm looking at you and I'm like
1: I've been so happy Loving you
0: Bring Uncle Jesse back and you Free my nigga John Stamos Deadass Fuck let me get off that because I'm getting pissed off now thinking about it. Also, before I hop off you, I watched the first episode of season two. And I said this on the last episode when I watched the first episode of season one. Why does this nigga love jerking off in public places, dude?
1: Get the fuck out of here.
0: Why? Why does he love jerking his dick in public places in, in, in season one? This is like a reoccurring thing. I feel like the next season is going to be in Chicago because this one's in L.A. The first one was in New York. The next one's going to be in Chicago and he's going to fucking beat his meat watching a girl eat a fucking deep dish pizza in uh near near fucking Wrigley Field or some shit. I don't know, bro. Is that like a thing? If there's if there's some type of like thrill in that, please let me know the writers of the show. If you have some type of like if that inspired you by something. Let me know if it, if it heightens your thing, I wouldn't actually do it. Why, why, why? In season one, he's outside of the girl's house. He's jerking his dick. He's outside in the streets of New York. In this one, he fucking jerks. He goes, he just sees the girl in that he's working with. And then he goes in the back and he's jerking off in the back. It's not a bathroom. It's not an office. It's not he's just in the back. If somebody walks by, guess what? Oh, Hey. Can't tap him up. Cause your hands full of semen. That's all. That's all. I'm going to leave you alone. And yeah, guys, do you know that North Korea threatened us during the holidays? Cause I didn't, <laughs> I don't pay attention to shit like this. Cause it gives me anxiety. And then when I hear about it after I'm like, Oh, we could have died. Cool. I had no idea. Honestly, <laughs> they could have dropped the whole bomb on us. Let me read this article. They called it a Christmas gift, actually. How fucking scary is that? Christmas Day came and went with no sign of a gift from North Korea. They warned of a possible surprise over the holidays if the U.S. does not ease sanctions before the end of the year. And I can't even read the rest of this article because I'm not into this shit. Get the
1: fuck out of here.
0: I just thought it was funny that that happened during Christmas and I didn't know about it and I didn't see anybody. Actually, the reason why I'm going on this podcast is because there's always that one. This is why I wanted to talk about it. There's always that one smart ass on Facebook who is like so much more woke and mature than everyone. And I'm going to, sh- I hope I, I can make a video out of this and post it, but there's always that smart ass on Facebook who makes a post and is like, oh, so nobody's going to talk about the fucking North Korea threats during Christmas. No nigga, because we're too busy opening presents, drinking Coquito, fucking our exes that we're not supposed to be fucking and not caring about the bomb that might drop on us. You know what? Christmas is not a bad distraction. Who cares if nobody fucking heard about it? If nobody's talking about it, who gives a fuck? Good. We don't need that shit. Let it fucking drop on our fucking heads while we're opening our AirPods. That's fine. That's fine. I gifted my daughter. So I bought both. I bought two of these on Christmas, right? One of them was going to be for my daughter, whichever one she chose. And the other one was obviously going to be for me because she's not going to fucking lightsaber fight alone. I'm trying to, I'm putting her on to Star Wars. I've been watching uh, the, the animated shows and it's a win-win because I can watch them because I enjoy Star Wars that, and they're the stories that fill in the gaps and she loves cartoons. So it's just like, boom, I bought these for Christmas. Right. And I realized something. Only to your power. That's the red one. That's Darth Vader's lightsaber. Right. This is the blue one. If you didn't hear, that's Ray's lightsaber. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking take the red one, and we're going to fight. And this is the noises that it makes when you clash them against each other. Am I going to be too loud because you're sleeping in another room? I realized how nonsense. So hold on. All right. Shut off. There we go. Let's. All right, I'm just going to shut you off since you don't want to stab inward. I realized how um, if I'm a very and I'm going to be this way for the rest of my life. I'm going to be, I plan on being a very lenient parent the way I am now, right? It's not a bad thing to get your kid a lightsaber because there's uh, you know my kids too and there's pa- there's parents out there who would be like oh wow, really It's that's a bad toy and blah, blah blah it's a bad toy if you're a pussy because pussies wouldn't be able to take this my daughter fucking gets this shit and and oh by the way she picks the red one sith lord all day she that means she's part of the dark side if you don't watch star wars she picked the fucking red one i was like oh shit this kid means business Last couple days she's been taking a, light, a liking to the blue one. I'm like cool because I want the Vader one. The oh, whole "I am your father" thing. Ha <laughs> ha. Cool, bro. If you can't, this toy is only bad for your toddler if you can't handle it. Because my daughter was definitely approaching me on some, and then fucking dying after, like whacking the shit out of me with this thing, and I realized how. I watched the Star Wars movie. You watch the Star Wars movies and there's little fucking, there's a young Jedi called Padawan and I realize, and younglings, which would be Alexandria's age if she was in the Star Wars universe. I can't close this thing. Realistically, you cannot give a child in the Star Wars universe a real lightsaber and expect them not to go hard with it. So literally, like, child jedi it makes no sense i realized that this past week when i gave her a lightsaber because i gi- I give her the lightsaber and all she wants to do is fucking beat the shit out of me with it like no like not tapping me haha uh-huh. like fucking wham and then a belly laugh wham and then a belly laugh and then wham and then a belly laugh and if this thing was real like a real lightsaber, my head would be chopped off clean and then my shoulders would be chopped off clean and she, and then that's it. She would look at me, I would be all bloodied up and fucked up if it was a Quentin Tarantino movie and blood splattered all over the couch and she'd look at me and she would be like, I guess I just killed my dad, there's not really any stopping there so I guess now I'm a Sith Lord and I'm just going to kill everyone now and rule the galaxy. Star Wars, I figured, that's it. There's a hole in your plot. You can't give a fucking kid a lightsaber and then expect them to be a Jedi. It just doesn't happen. You don't kill somebody and then you're, you're, you know what I mean? All you want to do is whack people with it. If you're a child and that's it. Just found a hole in the plot of one of my favorite movies of all time. 38 minutes in. Talked about man crush. Earlier, John Stamos, let me do the local woman crush a favor. the One of the most powerful women in Rhode Island and one of the most powerful women I know, period. Guys, without further ado, Solita Soap is where art meets soap in a natural, organic way. Specializing in soap baskets and solution products like beard oil and rose water. 100% of the soap products can be customized with its shape, colors, herbs, organic oils, types of soap, and fragrances. So your order is created by you, and they just put it together with a little TLC. If you guys are interested in this products, the holidays are over, yeah, but... The holidays shouldn't be the only time that you gift each other shit and that you treat yourself and that you care about how you smell and how your beard looks. And if you want to look crispy, with a, if you have a thick beard, you need to put something in that shit. You can't just fucking go out there and it's just your beard and it smells like the fucking bed that you had the night before and it's just sitting in there. You need something. You guys want fucking soaps that have literally... Almost any type of oil you could imagine. She works. She works. They got fucking kids' soaps too. She's got kids' collections on there. Do yourself a favor. Hit the link in my bio, my bio, the podcast bio, whatever bio you want to hit the link in, and hit the Solita Soap tab. Shop around. And at checkout, use promo code Vergüenza for a discount. That's all. <clears throat> Bro. Holy fuck. I had to bring this to the podcast. I was out. I was talking to this girl who said the words. OK, literally, I was like, holy shit. We were just talk- like I have deep conversations with almost everybody. If it's my boys, I have deep, deep conversations with them, too. With them, it's, with everybody, it's just like half humor. Half like deep conversation. And it's just a regular deep conversation with Jimmy and this girl. We were talking about um how what were we talking about? We were talking about. Uh, definitely, okay, so we were definitely talking about uh, masculinity. And we were talking about how dudes grow up and the environments that they grow up in, especially when they have, you know, uh, you know, the certain dads that we have and the environments that we have or older brothers or whatever the case may be. And you look at this girl and you're, you, you know what I mean? and this is completely fine but you look at this girl and you speak to her and and you and or if you know her you know that she has and i think we all should but she has a lot of uh feminist beliefs we should all have some sort of feminist beliefs you know what i mean the only thing that i will say <clears throat> because i've said in the past like i think that there's reasonable and and uh there's reasonable and and you know feminists that you can agree with and then there's like hard in every group or belief um party or whatever you want to call it I feel like there's hardcore portions of that group and I feel like there's a lot of hardcore feminists and it's like it's either this or that and it's like there's no fucking leeway Anyway, this girl has a lot of feminist beliefs, and she literally said the words in the conversation, men have it really hard. And I was just like, wow. And then she even said, "Men, I think sometimes men even, and she was like, it hurts me to say this, but I think men at times um, have it harder than women. And I was like, holy fucking shit, how do you figure it? She was just like, you know what? And we, she, we, she was talking about, it and we were talking about it, and it, it was basically about how we are expected to, and not just, not just by other men, but by other women too. We're expected to be strong. We're expected to not talk about our feelings. We're expected to not have feelings sometimes. We're expected to. Hold it the fuck down. We're expected to fucking be the strong type and the and the silent type and all that shit. And if you haven't watched Sopranos, watch it. There's a movie coming out soon. I highly recommend the show. It was super ahead of its time. I was also talking to her a lot about Sopranos. She watches a lot of Sopranos. Bro, I was like, holy shit. I did not know that. And, and that was what I was talking about last week on the podcast, too. I was, it was like, you know, like, you can have your views, but you can step out of your views to to have other views too. It's completely fine. I feel like we all fucking live a life where we have to be like, oh, it's this and that's it. It can't be that, and it can't be that, and it can't be that, and it's it's why I fucking when I go to the DMV and I do my voter registration shit, it's it's like independent or moderate or whatever the fuck it is. Cause this shit on this shit on all sides, I completely understand. You know what I mean? I Need coffee. Hold on. And I need water. Hold on. Ugh. I don't know why that shit was super bitter. Just now. Mm-mm. Um, I was shocked. But we we definitely do. Like I look back, <clears throat> I look back at like exes, and you know one of my things. That. I've always had I've always tried to keep it in check, if you see me like I've always tried to keep it in check. Um, Who else was telling me? Um, Oh. Spoke to somebody else recently, like, for example, this uh, this this is a prime example and not that she, not she wasn't like almost she wasn't knocking it, but she was like, wait a minute, what? like I see a therapist every now and then and it's like oh wait you see a therapist and it's like that's that's the reaction you know what i mean that's the reaction and we were that's what we were talking about like and um you know going back to what i was just saying like i try to keep my shit in check i try to see a therapist i try to go to the gym often i go to the gym and what I like to fucking look good, what I like to fucking g- gain some muscle and what I like to fucking like, you know what I mean? Just to be a clown and fucking send people videos of me banging on my chest in the mirror just, just to, literally for jokes, not because I'm actually like, oh, look at how I look. Yeah. Yeah. But I go to the gym mainly to feel good. Look, you when you look good, you feel good. But the, the cardio and the lifting and all of that, it just helps me. It, it helps my breathing a lot and all that. I've said it on this podcast before. I joke about it a lot, but if there's one thing like that serious, like I definitely have anxiety. Like get anxiety attacks. I've had depression before. I've definitely been with women sometimes that it's just like they look at the, like like it's like, and it you and I'm not even at, at this point. I'm not even talking about like mental. Uh, I'm not even talking about mental disadvantages like that. I'm talking even. A woman, I've had situations where a woman can have a bad day. A woman can have an emotional day. A woman can have a very off day with her emotions and how she feels. And a woman can cry and all this shit. There's been times where I have struggled with my emotion. And it's like, oh, it's like, get your fucking shit together. You're the man of the house. And it's like, holy fucking shit that's what we were talking about and that's bullshit and I really you know shout out to that to to that girl for saying that and shout out to any woman who believes that I think that we we should all support each other but I just thought that that was beautiful I thought that you know it, 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 it especially now it's and it's it where it's like it's one way or the other way no we we support each other we Men support women and how it's hard for them. Women support men and how it's hard for them. You know what I mean? That's it. But my point being, shout out to you. If you think this
1: way, we should all support each other. That's
0: it. Okay. So this I thought was hilarious. Going back to what I was saying in the beginning of the podcast. This is an article from Complex. The FDA has raised tobacco purchasing age to 21. You now have to be 21 to purchase tobacco products in the U S the food and drug administration has officially raised the legal age from 18 to 21. The Hill reports, this is in effect for cigarettes, e-cigarettes, vaping cartridges and cigars. The move comes after Donald Trump signed a $1.4 trillion spending bill that had to pass by December 20th to avoid a government shutdown. The spending package included included the tobacco measure. First of all, let me say this. This is not going to stop 14-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds, from going into a bodega in New York and asking for a Lucy and that Arab dude in that store, it's not going to stop him from selling Lucy to the 14 year old kid asking for that shit because it's not what I would love to see though. Would love to see it. And I don't know why. And it's literally because I'm a fucking ball buster when it comes to this shit doesn't affect me at all but when I have gone to hookah lounges right when I have gone to hookah lounges and it's one of the things that drove me out of hookah lounges it never fails when I have gone to hookah lounges I feel like you see way too many teenies in hookah lounges and what I mean by that is you see this you see a bunch of 16 15 14 year olds even in hookah lounges and it's like what the fuck are you doing here they have a bar you're smoking hookah not even the legal age to smoke tobacco which is fine but you're just like in a fucking club lounge environment smoking hookah and you're literally hilarious right and and it the scary part of it all jokes aside is that there's creep there's old creepy niggas in these places and they look at these little girls and They don't give a fuck, dude. Like some dudes don't care. Some dudes are fucking pigs and they're gross. But is it going to stop the teenies from going into the hookah lounges? I hope so. Because of because of everything that I just mentioned. There are Joes out there from fucking you, bro. This shit ain't no joke. That's one of the things that drove me out of hookah lounges. Now, I would love to see it if. If it's like, oh, you got to now that now that you have to be 21, if the hookah loungers are going to start being like, you know what? You're t- now you're too young for this place. If you weren't too young then when it was 18, now that it's 21, it's like, oh, now you're too young for this place. That's it. That's all I ask. Guys, I had two guilty pleasures. When it comes to music over the over this past week, during the holidays And I'm let let me just give me a second. All right. Work with me because YouTube is fucking stupid. You're literally going to be like, you know what? Jimmy's retarded. I'm done listening to this podcast. Um. Oh, my God. Yes. <sighs> Bro. This is one of them. <laughs> oh, man. I can't play too much of this because it's like it's de- because it's Kanye. It's definitely going to get flagged. But Kanye dropped another fucking uh like gospel album and this time it was just like the Sunday service choir bro just like the last one I didn't even get to talk about it on this podcast because I felt like so many people were talking about it and I try I don't want to I don't want to sound like a music podcast but I have to give you my guilty pleasures this past week and this was one of them mmm <clears throat> God. hold on YouTube, youtube literally will only let me play like five seconds of this until they're like nope you can't use it your whole video's fucking done
1: get the fuck out of
0: here oh my god wait. Ooh, hold on here we go i think i'm finding the part oh my god wait ready wrong part awkward oh right here ready Hallelujah. hallelujah 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 bro that shit sounds so epic i don't care what anybody says ready I don't ever pray, but I will. (laughs) I don't ever pray, but I fucking will and mind your business. I listened to this shit and I literally like, bro, I was in the fucking car, Dolo listening to this shit. And I was just like, I was, I was even the fucking barbershop and he dropped. And I fucking found out he dropped this album and I literally put this shit on and I'm like, yo, I know that I'm about to fucking drink and, and, and just act a fool tonight. But you know what? Just real quick. Just. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And then you hear the guy in the background. Hey, hey, hey. And I just want to fucking step into a church and dance and sing and just mind your fucking business. Because I know I never go to church and pray, but I will fucking go today because Kanye said so. (laughs) That's it. That's it. I was joking about that. I'm not like a full-blown Kanye stan, but bro, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me you hear that and you don't just, just fucking. Run that shit back. Run that shit back. Hold on. Literally, the guys at Complex Ambition are going to be like, you're such a fucking copycat. Just get in the car with us. But guys, just listen real quick, right? Literally, I'm just literally just like fucking in my car and I'm just like. There's never been a more combination in a song where I'm literally just like, like you're between, you're between this, you're between this. You're between that and you're between this. You're between that and this. Ready? And then, and then you, and then I'm, and I'm in the car, and I look like this fool right here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, enter my fucking body right now. God, you know, God and Jesus. Is it that far fetched now to be like, to, is it that far fetched now that Kanye lo- just loves gospel music? Did you just hear that? I want to make a gospel album now. I want to make one now. That shit is beautiful. Right? And there's there's like more than one song that I like on it. That's the fucked up part. Love ads. He made like uh, gospel versions of like previous songs that he's done that had like a gospel feel to it a little bit. The best part is that you hear you hear like you hear actual shit that you would hear in church on this album, like, Yes Lord, yes, yes. And it's like my <sighs> Oh my god. My hands oh my god. To you I think I just made up those lyrics. Oh my god. Like, I'm saying, oh, my God, right now. And I feel bad for saying, oh, my God, because it's blasphemy. That's what this music is doing right now, dude.
1: Jesus, the only power. That today. Mm. All
0: right, let me not, because I'm getting paranoid about YouTube now. The other guilty pleasure that I had this week from music. My boy, Travis Scott, you guys know I love Travis Scott, right? You guys know I love Travis Scott. You guys know that I'm a stan for Travis Scott, right? You know that if Travis Scott drops an album, I'm going to fucking listen to it right away the minute it drops, right? Travis Scott dropped an album. You know who who I've said previously? I I don't think I ever said previously that I hated this guy, but I, I think I've said previously that I'm like, uh, mm. I'm not sure how I feel about him. Bro, I went through a transition this week and I posted the video on my IG, everybody who follows me saw it.
1: Uh, <laughs> this
0: shit came out. when I listen to albums, I try to just listen to albums and I try not to look at features so I could surprise myself. I had there was the greatest effect when Astral World came out and I heard Drake on Sicko Mode and I was like, "What?" And I heard fucking Frank Ocean on uh um Carousel. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like it's the best effect ever. Like when you listen to an album, I don't look at the features and I, and I just listen to it, and I'm like, "Bro," I put the song. The song comes on, and I and I hear
1: Axel. Oh my! Oh my God! Is it him?
0: And I don't know how to feel about it because I don't know how to feel. I didn't know. I didn't know how to feel about Pop Smoke, honestly. Like, but now. This is how stupid I am. This is all that it takes for me sometimes. I ended up getting really into Welcome to the Party madly. Like, madly. Like, first of all, I looked at Pop Smoke's rap name and, and like, every other rap name now. I look at it and I'm like, what the fuck? Pop Smoke? Whatever. Okay.
1: Get the fuck out of here.
0: Then my boy Nino was like, yo, he's from fucking, he's from New York, bro. And I was like, are you serious? That makes so much sense. And I started liking him a little more, like, unadmittingly. And then I started, like, bumping Welcome to the Party at the Gym. And then then this is the full transition right here, bro. This is the full transition right here. Hearing this shit on the album and literally like this was me in the car
1: my bitch love coco Ooh,
0: hold on i was
1: yeah. like maybe flex my bitch love coco <laughs> who back baby who back baby yeah let me see some
0: oh my god
1: pop smoke <laughs>
0: pop smoke you are so retarded that i love you now that's 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 a thing bro you you can literally be so fucking stupid (laughs) that i love you so much this song like hold on (laughs)
1: yeah let me see some okay 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 okay.
0: He sounds sick all the time. The funniest thing about the the funniest thing about Pop Smoke too, and this is what made him even funnier to me is like he sounds like the biggest fucking dude at the gym. Like brolic ass motherfucker. And then you see him and you and you hear him talk in real life and it's like, yo, that's fucking hilarious. That's hilarious. He's like that one kid in class who fucking came through in Harlem with a bag with a bacon egg and cheese, a chopped cheese for later, uh two for two for a dollar chips, two Arizona for two Arizonas for a dollar, just so much sugar, so much sodium, so many carbs, so many fats, and he remained skinny and you wondered why the fuck he he just wasn't big at all. That's Pop Smoke, bro. Love him. Love him. I'm not going to lie. Like that little skinny kid in class, and and then you hear and then you hear him on the song. He's
1: like,
0: (laughs) and he sounds like he's rapping with fucking sleep apnea, bro. It is the greatest thing ever. I have decided I love Pop
1: Smoke. Mm. I love him. I'm sorry, I'm
0: gonna disappoint so many people, but. I support my fucking New Yorkers, bro. You know what I'm saying? Guys, I've reached my hour. When you listen to this podcast, it might be, it might just be the, uh, it might just be Monday the 30th. When you listen to this podcast, it might just be Tuesday the 31st. When you listen to this podcast, it might be 2020 already. I'm not the fucking New Year's resolution guy at all. But on a serious note, if I could tell you all, seriously, because I feel this shit, I feel this shit, me personally, if I can give you guys some advice entering the new year, don't fucking, don't make your new year's resolution some fucking whack shit that you can do any day. Matter of fact, you could do anything any day. Don't fucking litter, don't look at 2020 and be like, you know, you know, it's cool. It's cool. You want to fucking do something going to 2020? That's fine. But don't be like, oh, I'm going to start going to the gym 2020. I'm going to start fucking going to church 2020. I'm going to start fucking doing this. Nigga, shut up. Do that tomorrow. Start it tomorrow. Start it tomorrow. Whatever you want to do next year, start it tomorrow. A whole life change. A New Year's resolution for everybody. Whatever it the fuck may be. A relationship, an ex that you can't get away from, sitting on your fucking ass, jerking off too much, drinking too much, playing video games too much, anything that you're doing too much of that may be toxic, that may be holding you back from your goal, from doing more of something that is positive for you. Take comfort this 2020, whether it's a person, whether it's a setting, whether it's anything, take comfort and tell comfort to go fuck itself. And now I feel like Kanye on that Sunday service album. Hallelujah. Guys, I will see you here. For Seen Verguenza, episode 25. Am I going to do something special for 25? No, because it's not 50 or 100. Am I going to fucking... No. I'll be here. I'll be doing my thing. I'll see you. I'm not going to say it. That's another thing I fucking hate. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'll see you on the next episode. All right? That's that's what I'm going to say. I will see you next week. And if you say... If you fucking say it, if you say it to me, I promise you, watch this video I prom- and, 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 and bet on it. I promise you, if you tell me, in some form I will, whether it's light, moderate, or hard, pause. If you say it, I will smack the shit out of you. If you say the words, I'll see you next year, I will smack the living dog shit out of you on my mom. Don't fucking say it. Don't say it. I'll see you next week. Don't say it.